0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Rollblob Podcast, TBT Tuesday edition. I'm your boy, Captain X, a.k.a. Jason sometimes. I'm here with the boys, Andy and Coop. Fellas, how we doing on this beautiful Monday, but soon to be TBT Tuesday.
1: And it couldn't be a more perfect Monday night. It's 69 degrees. I'm in the dump truck room. Zip him up, <laughs> got a three seed. We are rolling. I am ready to get to Columbus. I'm pretty jacked up tonight.
2: Bet. Love to hear it. What about you, Coop? You know, I'm glad you guys have like made it clear it is Monday and TBT Tuesday is when you're listening to this because TBT like throwback Thursday and like throwback Thursday Tuesdays. <laughs> but now I see I was coming in expecting to talk about like throwbacks, but I understand it's a basketball tournament. So I'm ready for it, though. Let's go,
0: Coop. I appreciate you as well, Coop. You're soon to be our PP manager, our pencil pouch manager. Right. Uh, all, all things Zippers around here. But obviously today was a big day. A uh, big day for Zip'em Up. It is officially official. Zip'em Up is in TBT. So we'll obviously be we getting into that. We'll get into the seating, their road to Dayton and the championships, as well as our mailbag and some other questions as well. Boys, I am ready for this one.
2: Let's unzip it. Zipper. <laughs> Let's Zipper.
0: Alright, welcome to the podcast. Happy to be here and no subject we'd rather be talking about than Zip Em Up TBT. So boys, the selection show was today. Seeds came out. We're finally official. Zip em Up is a three seed in the Columbus region. Uh, what did you think right off the bat when we saw that seed come out?
1: I mean, I thought it was pretty predictable at that point. I mean, there's no way. Like, I think we maybe may have possibly deserved a higher seed based on our roster talent, but they're not going to dethrone. Uh, Carmen's crew and Red Scare who've consistently been in there and done very well gone on deep runs. They're not going to dethrone them with uh, a newbie. We have to earn our way up there.
0: Yeah, no yeah. question. I think it could have gone either way, though. Sorry to stalk over the Coop. I think it could have gone either way because I think our roster is one of the best in the league. I mean, we heard from multiple GMs saying they thought we could have been the one or the two. Um, but also, too, there's that proven factor. And TBT always kind of says that like, until you've shown us before, there's kind of a bit you got to, you know, you got to prove your ranking, show what you're about. Um, and there were some pretty proven teams. Columbus is loaded. Um, so I could have seen Team Hines, who's a really, a really highly regarded team sneaking above us. I thought Mackey really brought it and they've been in TBT before. So, I mean, I felt good about our seed line, but Columbus is loaded. And then there were just a lot of proven teams that I thought they could have given the nod to over us.
2: I think this Columbus region, if you look at it though, I mean, whoever wins that region, I mean, that's almost like winning the whole thing. Like it's, you're going to have to play a lot of tough teams more so than any other region. I mean, you have red scaring there, Carmen's crew, the money team, you have all, all t- all sorts of talent, and it all starts in the Jason Carter Bowl against Ohio. What is it, Ohio 1804? <laughs> Ohio 1804,
0: ago. correct. And it's funny because they kind of sealed their own fate. I mean, they, I mean, to, uh, to kind of dine them out a little bit, they kind of slid in our DMs and were like, hey, you want to just kind of start a little Twitter controversy here? So they were kind of coming at us, like trying to kind of spark that matchup. And they got what they wished for, uh, as the as famous D West would say, "Careful what you wish for,"
1: because uh, <laughs> they
0: they got zip them up. <laughs> so it's gonna be interesting route for eighteen oh four there.
1: And I'm gonna call it O U O oh shit because that, that had to be what they were thinking today. Yeah, that had to be what they were thinking.
0: Uh, I think we we thought that was gonna, was gonna be, but there were a lot of teams that could have been moved around and uh, kind of a, a kind of around the Xavier vicinity. Uh, Malcolm Bernard playing for Mid-American Unity has a date with Carmen's crew in the first round. Uh, so, maybe a tough one there for our boy Malcolm. And then I, I, the one that stuck out to me, guys, was that eight-nine matchup. Uh, we'll kind of get into the Columbus region here real quick. Uh, I thought Menomachy, in my opinion, was the four-seed. Um, and for them to get the eight-seed after, after Adderabi Humble, too, I thought that was, they were done kind of dirty. Um, they're playing the Volunteers, who I thought would be the five-seed. Um, so, brutal for them. And then you think about it, too, brutal for Carmen's crew. Um, just from, for me as a zip them up guy, like I could not be more happy with the draw kind of knowing who I thought was going to be in the Columbus region. Uh, I think it's hard to be happy with the draw that we got.
1: Yeah. Obviously a big thing is staying on the opposite side of Carmen's crew who once Mm -hmm. again is loaded. And then they added, um, Caleb Wesson and Aaron Kraft. So they were already talented and added two major pieces. So staying on the opposite side of them is a huge win for us. Um, and uh, it also, it sets up beautifully for a matchup with our lovely Red Scare, who thinks they have a chance against us. Um, so that'll be very exciting to see in the Sweet 16. I'm th- I'm talking all arrogant already, and Ohio- please don't get through Ohio.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think you should be. I don't think we want to take anyone for granted. We're going to, have to respect every opponent. But I think you know this is about a best case scenario. So for people that are kind of new to TBT, so there are four regions. And eight teams will make it to the championships in Dayton. So once you get to the Elite Eight, everyone's going to Dayton. So that means two teams from this bracket will make it, the top half and the bottom half. When you look at these halves, guys, like look at the balance of power here. The top half has Carmen crew, Ohio State's team, Men of Mackey produced team, Volunteers, the Tennessee team, the Money team, which is Floyd Mayweather's team, who's had some studs. And then Team Hines, who has gone very, very far in the tournament before, and they were initially the two seed in a lot of the pre-rankings. They didn't get quite as many players as I thought they were going to get. that's a really good team. So a bunch of teams that jump off the page and you look at our bottom half guys, and obviously the red scares a two seed. And then there's us. Is there another team that jumps off the page there? Like, I don't think there really is. I think that blue collar U team, which would be, you know, our second round matchup is is good. Um, I think they are no one to sleep on, but like there are a bunch of teams that jump off the page on the top half. I don't think it's the same way in the bottom half of that bracket.
1: Uh, We were actually just talking about this before the pod um, before we were recording this, how, I mean, the blue collar U team plays right before us against who do they play? Yeah. Um, they're
0: playing uh, the, the nerd, nerd team.
1: team, the nerd team, which I mean, they they might they might always outsmart us. So you really can't. <laughs> well, I, I did either. have to
0: correct their grammar on you on, on Twitter. So um, I don't know how, maybe the number guys really? I, I did. Yeah. They, they used the wrong form of there. Um, oh, so wow. like, take. So maybe the frauds. I, I don't know. Tough maybe look. The <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Okay. But we'll zip them up regardless, <laughs> nerds are not. We'll zip them up. Um, but I thought that was really interesting. Honestly, man, I don't think Zip them Up could have got a much better draw. I think, like you said, Andy, I think you want to delay Carmen's crew as long as you possibly can and give them more opportunities to trip themselves up. Because I think if they're playing us, we're going to get their best shot. They're not going to show up to a game against us and not show up. Um, but you, they're going to have to win three games in a row to get to us. So. Uh, and that's good. That dude, that top half's a gauntlet. That is an absolute gauntlet.
1: And especially after one of the front office members said, Carmen's crew early exit <laughs> in a live interview. Well, they, yeah. they well might, we might get their best shot.
0: Well, how do you know that unnamed person was talking about us, you know, being part of the early exit? Maybe it's someone else that caused them to go out. Early.
1: I, that, that's true. But, um, the question was, why do was you ambiguous. believe that you should be in this? <laughs> The, they, they, they because, it's, it's easy to think that the, 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 that we're referring to us that you he was referring to us whoever well, i'm him is
2: here's the thing now if you type in on google and i just did it for proof um if you type in jason meyer tbt an article pops up saying ohio state basketball carmen screw may have found a new <laughs> rival with his um interview the video of it embedded in the article in a direct quote and his name <laughs> in the article so just not to say it's Jason Meyer, but that's just what it said.
0: That may or may not be true, but we'll, we'll see about that. I don't know. We'll
2: see. I don't know, um, but Cap, I do want um, Marcus Walters, I think. But um, <laughs> Cap, so if if and when T, uh, up plays Red Scare, that would be in like the Sweet 16, correct? That's correct. They call it the Super 16. So, I guess Sweet 16 so, is trademark. Yeah, Super 16. So... <laughs> that would be in Columbus then, still at Covelli Center, right? Yes. And so then, if you know Zepplin up advances past that, plays Carmen Crew. That's in, in Dayton. So correct. You don't. Neither team, to an extent, will not have their home court advantage if and when Zepplin up plays old.
0: That's a good point. I mean, that's another huge thing too. Is yeah, definitely avoiding both home team advantages. And it's funny talking about Rick with this as well. He's excited because. We play Dayton for the right to go to Dayton, potentially. Uh, right. If we win and Dayton wins, we're going to on a collision course. And imagine the reception we would get down in Dayton after beating, after knocking out the Reds' care. And uh, that would give JP rocket fuel. I mean, if, every like, bit of opinion, motivation my, he yeah, needs. In my opinion, if we beat Dayton to go down to Dayton, and knowing how sour they'll be about that, Love our chances.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Now, ha- love our have chances. you talked to the Red Scare, like front office people about a potential carpool? Because, I mean, <laughs> if you make it to that level, you're both going to be driving down to date. I had the same thought. Damn. It. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying like maybe half and half, like split the bus. I don't know. Save some gas. <laughs>
0: We, yeah. we are down for it because uh, we care about the environment. You know what I mean? I, right. I don't know if they do. So so if we don't end up doing it, it's because Dayton hates the environment
3: is, okay. is what I'm telling
0: you. That fits the agenda perfect.
1: I mean, I, I mm-hmm. really think there's really no arguing that because no. why would they? Like, There's they're doubling the environmental uh, damage all because they're petty.
2: Well, they, right. they invented, like, Dayton Flyers, like, airplanes were, like, created in Dayton – well, mm. the idea of them was birthed in Dayton, and that <laughs> I just learned that yesterday. <laughs> about- God bless. Anyways, all the all the and then two, from the plane. One last
0: thing: these guys really hate the environment because they're not they don't get good enough at basketball to travel less. You know what I mean? Like we're sticking to the east; mm. they have to go all across the Atlantic just because they're not good at basketball. So, I mean, get better and, and love the environment is all I'm saying.
2: Right? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. You a better environment yes. in that case. They despise the environment. <laughs> UC absolutely despises
3: the environment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll, no push question. we'll push that one. <laughs> no question.
0: <laughs> I did love on the podcast or on the uh, selection show today, he goes, there's no Cincinnati team, but we've got zip them up. Did, did really, really appreciate that. Did we'll really appreciate friends that. Of the program. <laughs> He said it in the 2009 voice. I really appreciate it.
2: Um,
0: Okay, so last little bit of just kind of looking into the road here. Um, Last little piece of concrete, uh, you know, news that we got today. So we look at the road that Xavier has here. So the initial matchup would be, the three fourteen matchup versus Ohio eighteen oh four on the twenty fourth, guys. I, th- I think you feel pretty good about that one. Uh, real quick, we'll do a, a quick little breakdown on the teams. So that's that team led by a lot of like the twenty twelve guys that went to the Sweet Sixteen. I think Nick Kellogg is probably their headliner. A couple other pretty good guys from that team. A lot of guards. Um, I don't see anyone on that roster that can kind of stop the wings that, that we have. So I, th- I think that's a pretty dang good matchup in
1: round one. Yeah, it's solid, but it's definitely not something to overlook. Especially no, definitely those, not. Those guys have already gone on a run. In a big tournament with each other. Yeah. So I, you really can't overlook them. And who knows, any, any guard can start going off. So we saw at Elmore do it. Anybody can do it. Yeah, so. they've got
0: some dudes. Definitely, like they've got a good G League guy as well. I definitely think there's a big drop or a big change between the 15 and 14 line. Like, no, no offense. I actually think that Mid American Union is a great 16 seed. But I thought that Ohio – or I thought the 1804 Ohio team's is a pretty tough 14 seed. So I think that we're really good. I honestly think that we're better than our seed. But I don't think Ohio is anything to sleep on. But I do like that matchup just from a personnel perspective.
1: It's um, also so a that good get be, ready game. Like – no, Oh, uh, yeah. You don't you want to yeah. yeah. you gotta, you gotta yeah. start with a cupcake. Yeah. You got to start with a – you're going to start with the challenge then you're going to carry momentum after beating a tough, gritty team that really wants – really wants to beat you because you are the hype. You have, we have a bit of a target on our back. You get through sure. that, you can carry momentum through – the entire tournament
0: and it's been three four years but you think about it this is almost uh not exactly you know shot for shot but this is a very very similarly built team to the one seed team i mean to the trayvon blue at jp mccura senior year t- team essentially you're replacing Quentin Gooden with mark Lyons and samasha christ uh, a lot of the blueprint mm, is the what exact if that's same an
1: upgrade <laughs> you know Jeez. that's
0: that's what we'll, we'll see uh but but that, you know what i mean it's a lot of the similar similarly built um and that team kind of would chill at times because it was so good. Um, I actually loved when that team got challenged because you saw them just throw the house, throw the kitchen sink at teams and go on like 25 to two runs and just absolutely bury teams. So I'm actually ripping them up. Yeah, exactly. So I'm hoping for a challenge. Like I'm hoping it's not like a we start out in an 18 to four run yeah. and then that's the game. You know what I mean? I'm hoping it's yeah. you know I'm hoping it's a game.
1: See, I, I honestly love the strategy. Like, why don't we just take the most talented team in Xavier history and put them <laughs> in another tournament?
0: <laughs> it's not a terrible <laughs> strategy. Um, you know, I you know we're, I think that we're gonna be you know trying to instill the install the make shots offense. Uh, Rick at least wants to. He's thinking about it. Um, I think that's going to be something that we at least strongly consider.
1: So between that's the make crazy. shots, offense, and barking on the sideline.
0: Yeah, I uh, mean, rest rest in peace, R.I.P. in peace to the comp. Yeah,
2: hundred percent. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Now and then, that, that raised, Since yeah. we are all getting section fifteen, are we expected <laughs> to bark too? Oh, you you are
0: required to bark, especially if you don't have a zipper, a quarter zip, or body paint on. You are required to bark. And then, if anything, I mean, Rick's bark by itself. Rick's going to bark. I'm telling you right now. Uh, and that bark will, I'm telling you, you guys have heard it. It will inspire others to bark. I mean, oh, he, yeah. is the, he is the founder of the bark. We have yeah. to.
1: And honestly, I, if in being my position, if I had no idea what was going on uh, and I heard him barking, I would feel obligated to bark or else I fear for my life.
0: So our goal, yeah. guys, and I'm being pretty serious, is to make the other fan bases fucking despise us so anything that plays a part into that whether it's barking bringing pencil pouches uh audibly hearing zippers body paint you name it uh dropping the same picture five million times into a twitter uh you know game time decision yeah, I'm, I'm all for it so anything that does that we need to do
2: and burner Be- accounts i think and burner it's accounts. crucial yeah. you cannot have too many burner accounts flood mentions of opposing teams with pictures it's fine
1: emails Not are, are unlimited, unlimited.
2: That's not true. a thing, and but so this is also fun with burner it, accounts.
0: It is. But to be honest, like that's like this team, I think is kind of supposed to be like regular Xavier basketball on steroids. Like it's supposed to be like, kind of like what's the league, you know, a little bit like more. We want dudes to have fun. Like we don't want this to be like a super like worry about every single thing you do. Like we want this to be fun. We want guys to be, we want crazy fans. Like we want it to be like, we want guys to have a lot of fun with this. We want the fans to have a blast. We want, we want people to turn up. So I think it's going to be really, really fun. I'm I'm looking forward to the kind of the culture that we kind of foster
2: here uh, with the fans and everything like that. So it's going to be a good time. And I do want to make a clarification about the zipper thing, obviously in the stands, if you're at Covelli center, also type in Covelli center, Columbus, if you're using GPS, otherwise you're going to go to Youngstown and be completely lost. Cause there's two arenas in the same state with the same name. anyways, um the zippers are encouraged if it's on a quarter zip a jacket or a pencil pouch which you may or may not get um but it is not acceptable on the pants um you cannot zip and unzip your uh fly and i did Mm -hmm. check with columbus police that is a felony you cannot do it but i did check with covelli center and clear pencil pouches are allowed so we have we have (laughs) to go ahead there
0: Coop is the the mvp Coop with the scoop, doing the groundwork. Well done, Coop. Like, like just MVP. So we look at the future of Xavier's breakdowns here, kind of what else they could have matchup-wise. So if if we win against Ohio 1804, we play the winner of Blue Collar U, which is the Buffalo alumni team, and TNT, which is the NERD team, which we have already identified as frauds. Um, I think it's an interesting matchup. I think the blue collar U team, in my opinion, other than us in Red Scare is the best team. I, I mean, they're the highest seeded team other than us, too. But I do think that they are by far the tier of their own. Um, I think they're a pretty good team. They're like well, a lot longer and more athletic. So I think they give a lot more matchup problems. Um, I just think that we have way too much firepower. So I, I like our chances. But uh, I think that's going to be a very, very interesting matchup. And I'm looking forward to watching that game between those two.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gonna be at that game writing out my scouting report. Um, in your body and, paint. And in my body paint, uh, people are definitely yeah. gonna take me seriously. Uh, so uh, be be on the lookout for that. I'll give my Andy's keys to victory before our first game, um, yep. and then I'll then I'll give the keys to victory after before the second game. It'll be an ongoing thing. Um, but a the, team, I'm kind of looking out for because they're the, the yeah. name. It's in the name. They're gonna be tough. They're gonna be gritty. They're gonna try to rough us up. Um, but one thing we have that they don't is depth, more yeah. depth at least. Like they, and they, I know they the might nerd, rough up yeah. Samaje, but then Mark Lyons and uh, JP McGuire are going to just tear him up.
0: I'm expecting to see them, and they are a, t- a tough team. Like we like we cannot be lackadaisical in that game. You know what I mean? That can't be a, a game where you come out and you don't box out. But I know the nerd team is a lo- is a sleeper for a lot of people. So I'm expecting to see blue collar you in the second round there. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if there's an upset and uh, we play the frauds in the second round. I actually like those guys. They're actually really cool.
1: But, like, they understand their <laughs> father,
0: They just don't know grammar. Yeah, but, but they're really cool. And then well, this will be, like, the last little bit we go, kind of looking down here, uh, looking down the barrel. But in the uh, the Sweet 16, the Super Sweet 16, uh, we would be playing probably the Red Scare. I mean, I don't see anything can happen. We've seen it before. Um, but it does seem to be a collision course uh, for the Xavier alumni team and the Dayton alumni team. And this would be a matchup for the ages, especially in year one. Uh, Xavier's first year in the TBT like that just I mean what else can you say about that one
1: it's the match everybody's wanting Dayton wants it we want it like they've want it's we've been working towards this since July of last year so
0: it would only be right you know what I mean? it would it was just really make so would, much sense it would only be right my dad already bought a Jimmy Carter fathead today when he saw the bracket he told me if we would have played them in the sweet 16 that he was going to buy jimmy carter fathead so it's already being ordered and processed and everything like that so oh
2: wow. uh, we're, we're and, getting ready to go and you have to think too rick carter already has the big east quarter zip, and <laughs> i think there's a reason behind that so yeah i think uh i think if and when that happens I, we're, we'll see a lot of things we've been wanting to see for a long time and yep. i hope i think that's the game where andy becomes an internet meme honestly yeah yeah i think that's the one i'm, I'm hoping
0: that happens i to be honest with you and I'm not trying to talk too much shit, but I, I do think we kind of overmatch them uh, from a, a talent perspective and we're going to show up. And then the fan bases will be nuts, which only amplifies the JP Makira level. Uh, I, I hope to God that happens. I think that would be such a fun matchup for everybody. Um, and I think that would just be a blast for, for everybody. I think that'd be, think that'd be kind of the coming out party for Zip Bob. Like, I think that would be a really, really big moment.
2: I think that game is what jp mccura was like built for just that type of environment and i mean there's i know it's in columbus but i think fan bases both are going to be very well represented throughout the whole tournament so you're going to have that and just fans going berserk and i mean it's a relatively small arena too so it's going to be twice as amplified and then jp could just see him hitting a big big shot and then just just soaking it all <laughs> in middle fingers and claps and everything. I think it, it'll just be, it'll be like movie. Perfect. New zip,
0: new zip them up. GIF. I mean, I could see him zipping them up, like literally. So I, I don't know what would happen, but I know that just throwing JP out there and just letting, letting the ball roll uh, in that kind of environment is something that only good things can happen.
2: Oh yeah.
0: 100%. So that's kind of the road. And I mean, I think all the one seeds were right. I think the rest of the bracket looks good. There are a couple loaded regions, but I think this one top to bottom is the toughest. I think whoever comes out of this will be the most battle tested. Um, And then, and then in the elite eight on the way to Dayton, it would, you know, potentially be a matchup with Carmen's crew. If if they, you know, if the seedings went out, but uh, I think that's a pretty good look at the, at the bracket there. Um, But the selection show was pretty cool today, guys. Zip them up, got quite a bit of press today. Talked about zip them up quite a bit. Um, Blew it as a bucket was my favorite part. Uh, I liked the, uh, the chili edge <laughs> from Seth Greenberg. Um, I thought we got a, a bit of press. And then the fans in the chat were next level. I mean, completely blew away expectations. Zip Em Up had to have at least half of the chat, easily.
1: Which that's going to be that's going to be a very good ratio to what it's going to actually be like.
0: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. But I think that today was a huge success for Zip Em Up. Uh, from the press perspective, I think that we are continuing to be pretty much the media darling of the tournament, uh, I think without question. Um, and then to the fans showed out, which was great to see today in our first kind of big public appearance. Uh, I thought that were I think that went extremely, extremely well.
1: Yeah. Overall. I mean, the show, the show was very, from what I, from the little bit I saw from it and the, and the clips I did, cause you know, some people, some of us have to work during At one o'clock, one o'clock, on, o'clock, one o'clock on a Monday. It's kind of shocking. I know. And I, I'm very disappointed. So, honestly, I want to um, shout out the listeners here. So, please keep subscribing so we can make more money and help get more sponsors so <laughs> I don't have to work during selection shows anymore.
0: Yeah, well, the, the world deserves Andy to be free for that kind of thing. Uh, it is still on YouTube, so you can go ahead and rewatch watch it. Uh, I already have started rewatching watching it. Uh, so, you can definitely go ahead and do that, Andy, and people at home as well. Um, they talked about JP McCura a lot. And I think they should. I, I, I'm so stoked to see what JP has. I think he kind of last year he came out ready to go. I'm sure you've seen that picture of him in the headband and the sleeves and the, you know, talking to Matt Mitchell, the Eberline GM, he said JP was ready to go. And I think he had to put that in a bottle and now he's playing for a Xavier alumni team, you know, in the state of Ohio, potentially playing against Dayton, just have fans in his, in his face. I think that he's going to have something special for this tournament. I can't wait to see what he brings.
1: I, th- I think he's the guy that most Xavier fans are excited to watch. I mean, he was the first guy announced, and I swear the, the Twitter account gained 700 followers that day.
0: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it's weird because I don't think he's the best player. Like, I love JP, and he's. I don't think he's the best um,
1: player, but I think he's the he's most a, exciting.
2: I a think he's the, he's the fan favorite, and he no was question. the whole yeah. time he was at Xavier, more or less. That's perfectly said. It's just wild to me. And it kind of was the same way during the career, kind
0: of how little press Trey got. And he got a lot, don't get me wrong. But for how, I mean, Trey's the second leading scorer in school history. Like Trey is one of the best players I've ever seen
1: in a Xavier uniform. On an 11th seed in the NCAA tournament, he was the best scorer in the tournament.
0: In in the tournament. Um, And I just think that's going to be overshadowed. I think JP is going to be, I think teams are going to, I mean, obviously teams are going to know we have Trey, but teams are going to, be keying on JP, and I just think that's gonna, especially with a college three point line. Trey's gonna cook, guys. Trey is gonna. I can't oh, yeah. wait to see what Trey is in his bag. And we've seen, you know, what Trey can be like when he gets in the zone. And uh, man, I don't, I don't see. And obviously, like those long wings can be his kryptonite sometimes. But he's gonna be tough to stop. And then it's either him or JP or our tough guards. Or t- I mean, there's just so much this team brings to the table.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and if you leave Trey for a second, it's it's over.
1: Right, he's got such a quick release, and then he's got um, the ability of um, J- Samaje and Mark Lyons penetrating the middle, and yeah. his, his kicking get out work, to him,
0: and his range, dude. His range has gotten even crazier, and his range was always pretty wild. Uh, it's it's gonna be. It's not, I can't wait to watch. Uh, and onto that,
1: uh, um, like, onto that point that you made about the long wings. They're not going to be able to put, many teams are not, not going to be able to put long wings on him because we got this guy named Kaiser Gates who might be six eight and can shoot and drive. So they might need to put their long wings on him, which will open yeah. up everything for Trey. So that's, that's one thing that's got me really excited.
0: You're definitely going to be picking your poison with this team. I'm really excited to see what they bring. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think we have an unbelievable roster, and I just can't wait to see this play out. Um, okay, but that pretty much covers a lot of the festivities today. Um, I was going to real quick just kind of break down some of the FAQs I've been seeing.
1: Cool. Um, I actually go ahead, a, Andy. I actually have an FAQ real quick. Hit me. So um, to be like Xavier, the Zip Up TBT team is an official Xavier alumni team. And by rule, to be an official alumni team, you have to have, what is it, six players from the same school? You have
0: to have seven that went
1: to Seven Xavier. players. Okay, so if, if you got four players from Tulsa and three players from <laughs> Tulane, could you make an official Tulsain alumni team?
0: I would have to run that by the TVT staff, but I like to think that you'd be good to go on that. Yeah.
2: I, I think <laughs> you probably I think you probably could. Because it'd be You're gonna like, start a, yeah. Like, you know how there's like for example, like IUPUI, which is Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis, <laughs> like that's the name of the school. It's the same exact situation. Tolsain. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'll answer it. You don't even have to check yeah, cap. Yeah. Yes, that is allowed. Yep, keep just checked. Yeah, it's good I, to go.
1: I will. I will personally donate sixty nine dollars to that, um, to that cause if they get it going.
0: Real quick, can we bring up the? Uh, did you guys see the bracket challenge uh, rewards if you win first, second, and third place?
2: <laughs> no. no, I did not.
0: They are giving away, they're doing like a cryptocurrency thing. So if they're doing like a bracket challenge, whoever gets like the most perfect bracket. If you get first, you get a bitcoin, which is right now is about thirty thousand dollars. If you get second, you get an Ethereum, which is about nineteen hundred, two thousand dollars. And if you get third, you get one Dogecoin, which is probably <laughs> one third of a cent.
1: <laughs> wow. If I'm the proud less. owner of twenty-three of those.
0: Yeah, when I saw it happen, wow. I was like, okay, they're gonna give out like a hundred bucks in Dogecoin or something like that. Literally one doge. One. <laughs>
2: Wow! Like one single doge. You know, coin. I don't. Could, could yeah. we maybe match that and give one blob coin to the fourth it, place winner? Maybe it's the same ratio as unicorns to leprechauns,
0: Coop. I definitely think that it's a it's of similar value. Um, I might rather oh, yeah. have the blob coin if I If I'd won that third place, I wouldn't even waste my time to redeem the. You know what I mean? Like that's just such a shock to the nads. Uh, <laughs> pretty pretty wild. Yeah, just one. Wow. Yeah, one single doge coin. Um, have fun with your your. A third of a cent. Um, and then, like, another big story I thought worth bringing up that I thought was pretty local and kind of crazy is, you know, the field's great. I think it's as deep a TBT field as there ever has been. But like, I don't know if you guys saw the Louisville team got turned away, which I thought was kind of interesting. They had Samardo Samuels, Shane Behannon on board. Um, Shannon Russell was tweeting about it. I thought that was kind of an interesting development. I'm not sure what happened there. Um, but kind of, kind of wild to see them get turned away with the teams that made it.
1: I honestly don't know what's more shocking, the Louisville team getting turned away or the Providence team getting turned away. I know you're
2: heartbroken about that one. I lost a lot of sleep, man. Now, that's a question that kind of uh, just triggered in my mind. Do you know roughly how many teams apply for TBT?
0: Yeah, I think this year was a little bit north of 100. I think it was in the 110 to 120
2: range. Okay, I got you. And is it usually just – I mean, I'm sure some teams have rosters and ready to go and everything that they just have to cut it off somewhere.
0: Are you talking about teams that maybe don't make it?
2: Yeah, like the teams that are not selected yeah. to play in the tournament, they could have yeah. a full roster ready to go oh, yeah. and that just don't make the cut.
0: There were tons of teams like that. And it was kind of hard to watch because, you know, throughout this process, we had, you know, reached out to certain teams and connected with other teams. And like, for example, like Gale Nation had, had competed in TBT already three times and they had won a few games and been pretty decent. They got turned away, um, which I thought was mm. it was weird because I thought they were pretty well put together, but. But, yeah, there's a selection process to it. I think a lot of it is matchups, and we'll get into that here in a little bit. But, but yeah, they picked the 64 teams that I think just benefit the tournament the most. And I think a lot of it is best teams, but a lot of it is kind of who the, who benefits the tournament most. And there is a lot more that goes into it than just a roster. I know now, teams see, I know people see a roster, like how they not make it, but there's a lot more that goes into it.
2: Were you finding out live, like the rest of us, with the bracket, or were you guys told prior, like, hey, you're in – or at least knowing you're in, maybe not the seed, but were you finding out like basically like the rest of us? Is, like, they gave us
0: yeah, they gave us the courtesy that we were in a few days prior, um, okay. and they they told us our seed a little bit like earlier in the morning um just so they had actually provided us graphics like if you saw the xavier like the xavier yeah. actual xavier social media accounts tweet about it um they had released us those graphics just to uh just to have those for when when stuff pops off They're like hey when, when your stuff gets released feel free to drop these um but we we didn't really know until yesterday really anything um they said hey like we have courtesy for you if you want to know if you don't want to ruin the surprise and we were all like, we, want to know <laughs> so they were like right yep you guys made it you'll be in columbus and you know we'll, we'll have more seating information for you in the morning um so that was that was pretty much how it went for us so we didn't really know until about 24 hours ago we were even at, i mean we assumed we were right um, right i mean we were as in good a standing as probably anybody in the whole league but that, that was how it worked for us i imagine it was probably similar for other teams i got you but it's interesting though because they tell you not to you know do anything with that information and it's interesting because you know you know, when you received it. And then like five minutes later on Twitter, you see other teams like whining about it. Um, so I don't know how welcome they'll be back <laughs> for for openly whining about not being a TBT, you know, to kind of ruin the surprise. But yeah, so, so burning some bridges. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, but Andy, we may have a mailbag. I was actually gonna get into a couple things real quick. So I know people were asking about tickets. We will be in section four or si- session four on the 24th. Um, so that'll get you the the first two games of that or the last two games of that night. Like Andy said, the teams that we play before or we'll play in the next round, the Buffalo team and the nerd team will play at six o'clock. So that session four ticket will get you those two games. So that game as well as our game. And then we'll actually be playing. If we win the next day, the 25th, the last session of that day. So that'll be session six, um, just for people's information on buying tickets.
1: And I want, I, I want to clear something up. He is saying session S E S S I O N. Now the section, we Correct. recommend getting the section, S E X S H O N.
2: This guy, shun sex, not sex shun. Uh, that'll How be. How long you working
0: for the nerd team, bro?
2: Uh, probably about <laughs> let's see, I'm
1: 26 years old. Probably about 35 years.
0: <laughs> well done.
1: Uh, right. We're going to sec- <laughs> be in section 15, which for the uh, which is right. Behind the home bench Which for the yep. first two um, two games if like pr- Provided we win Against Ohio Not guaranteeing it But just planning uh, We would also be the home team In that one So section 15 Is directly behind the home bench We gotta be ready We gotta be painted With our zippers We gotta be ready to bark We're gonna make that place Loud as can be Our own little student section And I'm hoping to get DJ Bandcamp there Because we're big DJ Bandcamp guys here <laughs> We but, are
0: but yeah, I will say, Andy, I, I'm really looking forward to our fan presence there. And I can't wait to see what kind of investment we get. It looks really, really good, but I can't wait to see what it looks like actually in person. We're actually there, uh, how loud we are, The you know, the fan base we have, our little section there. I can't wait to see what, you know, how our fan base turns out, what that looks like. And then what kind of the culture becomes that we develop for ourselves. I mean, it's our first year. And a lot of these teams have developed cultures over time and like their own little identities. So I'm looking forward to seeing how this grows and evolves over the next couple of years. Because this is definitely not something we plan on just doing this one time. So we're really looking forward to seeing, you know, fan investment on this. And I want to be loud and I want to hear zippers and marks like 100%. I can't wait. But it sounds the fans have been great already. Shouts to the fans already on the fan, like on the chat. That was awesome. That was wild. So many zipper
2: emojis and just dropping zipping wops. I mean, literally, it had to be 60% of the chats on
0: the YouTube stream. It was wild.
2: Well, Unreal. stepping back for a second, I think this is huge for just the Xavier fan base in general because, I mean, obviously, a COVID year, you're robbed of so much basketball and no tournaments the last two years. And, I mean, we've been longing for just more Xavier basketball. And most of us, like myself, I haven't been to a game since February of 2020. And then being able to go and watch live basketball and more or less the team that I've always loved since childhood, like that's huge. And then being able to just in the off season when you're just starving for basketball, being able to watch your favorite players from the past and stuff like that, like it's absolutely huge. So I think more so than anything, just getting fans just engaged in stuff and keeping it that way, showing up at games and everything like that. And obviously it's a short drive to Columbus or Dayton, so I think that's going to be just absolutely huge.
0: I couldn't agree more. it's only good for everybody, right? I mean, it's good for the fans. It's good for the program. It's good to have people talking about X more. And it's going to be awesome to have it, just to have something else to, like, look forward to. Because we're a basketball school, man. Like, I think we need as much Xavier basketball as we can get. I, I mean, it's only right that we have this. But then I think the worst part, though, is not having it. Like, I remember watching TBT. You know, I think I've, I've been tuned into it, like, the past three years. And it's, it's going to be awesome to have a Xavier team, don't wrong. But the worst is, like, just watching other teams that have it. We don't. You know what I mean? I'm just like, how the mm-hmm. hell does UC have a team when we don't? How the hell does Dayton have a team that we don't? Um, so I'm glad that we're finally, like, not going to be watching TBT as a spectator. You know, we're actually a part of it when we get more Xavier hoops.
1: Uh, and also, it's kind of beautiful seeing all Xavier fans get along again. That
0: too. <laughs> That's it's just well, another celebration. Yeah, mostly. go ahead. When do we get to see each other in the summer, bro? Like, and like, It's going to be good for Dana's. It's going to be good for like the whole Xavier community. And I, I really do think Xavier basketball is a special place. I, I really do. I, I really do think that. So I'm really looking forward to it kind of just being like a summer celebration of Xavier basketball, man. Like, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Great buy-in all the way around. Um, any more FAQs? I think we pretty much covered most of it. Um, I think it might be time to go into that mailbag, boys.
2: I think it is time to go ahead and open up the mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> um, not the mailbox, the mail bag. I've made that mistake before. Anyways, uh, let's get into it and let's start with friend of the program, Kranges McXavier basketball. Um, his first question and as usual, he has two, but let's start with his first one. Is it true that Aaron Kraft's cheeks turn red every time he gets nervous thinking about a potential matchup with zip up? <laughs> Well, Aaron yeah. Aircraft comes I, out of retirement, his cheeks are noticeably red and yeah. get progressively more red, what do you I guys would, think? Is it nervousness? I would,
1: I would think so, absolutely, because he's already – his cheeks are already just giving him, like, a preview of what's going to happen after he gets spanked by us.
3: Mm.
0: <laughs> I mean, which, you're, you're the what, resident which expert cheeks? on Aircraft. Yeah, I, I was just going to, conf- like, clarify. Are we talking face? Are we talking – Otherwise, I mean, I, I would like to think the answer is yes. Uh, I don't think he wants to yeah. anything to do with J.P. McCura. That'd be one hell of a matchup.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I think probably that is what's causing the red the red scare, so to speak,
1: four, in his four cheeks.
2: cheeks. Aaron Kraft is the red scare. He's playing for the completely wrong team because of his right. cheeks. But we'll, we'll have to think about that later. Um, let's go on to our next question. From Cringes McXavier Basketball, if one player from Zip em Up could posterize Ot Elmore with a monster dunk to hit the Elam ending number, who would you love to see it do the most? Brad Redford.
1: Damn it, dude. <laughs> I, I had that one in my head all day. <laughs> I'm sorry. You got to tell me that before
0: the show. Um, Trayvon blew it.
2: That would that, be pretty wild. Yeah, <laughs> or crazy Sean O'Mara posterizing on Elmore. I think it'd oh, be Sean, fun to be watch cool.
0: the opposite of an Aunt Elmore type, like the quietest guy on the team, just posterize on Elmore and just watch like the other guys go crazy because Sean mm-hmm. would just dunk on him and then run back to the other side of the floor. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Uh, but I think that, that'd be hilarious.
1: And I, I guess my answer is going to turn into Jeff Robinson because <laughs> uh, the the, dude, the dude's got to have a moment. Like he's going yeah. to be the least expected to get the final shot. And I, if it's going to be, and, and I, I'm going to predict it, it's going to be over at Elmore as he's looking up at the ball after a surprising Trayvon Blewett miss, but out of nowhere, Jeff Robinson just posterizes him.
2: Wow. Here for okay. It. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely here for it. Um, yeah. Moving on to the next question from respect the X um don't have to answer it if you don't want to why isn't Jalen on the team
0: yeah I mean I think that's a good question um I mean to be completely frank I mean everyone that was in that vicinity has been reached out to um so not entirely a question for us but you kind of just thinking in his terms like you know he's had an extremely successful overseas career uh you know currently in the playoffs of bar with Baron Munich so Uh, I'm sure it's not on the forefront of his mind either. I mean, he's making all kinds of money, you know, overseas playing, you know, playing professionally. Um, It wouldn't surprise me if he circles back, you know, once this once, you know, his playoffs are over um but I'm sure I mean he's wrapped up in his season he's got a very very competitive overseas career um so I'm sure he's just focused on what he's doing right now you know what I mean like nothing wrong with that at all I mean he's been and he's super successful he's got a ton of money on the line like I totally get where Jalen's coming from on that perspective but um you know but I mean it is kind of sometimes it can be frustrating you know people being like why didn't you talk to two Holloway it's like you think we didn't think of that you know what I mean like <laughs> I mean like, like why did you talk to David West Cause we don't want him. Like what, like what answer do you expect us to say there? Like we didn't want David West. Um, but, but you know, Jalen's got a lot to play for and I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, protecting your, your, you know, son tons of money he's
1: making. Yeah. I really, like, it's hard to think that there's any bad blood from either side just because he didn't move. No, like I. I think it's crazy. Jaylen. I think Rick be loves crazy to think that
0: um, Rick, Rick absolutely loves Jalen. Yeah. There's nothing. and, we totally, and then here's the thing, fan-wise and player-wise, we want this to be an opportunity that's good for both sides. You know what I mean? Like, we don't sure. want this to be, you know, we want this to be something the players want to do. You know what I mean? Something that they enjoy doing and, and something that's beneficial for both parties. So um, if that's not something that see, that Jalen sees fit right now, like, that's fine. You know, I, I, I hope it happens someday. I think it will end up will, will happening someday. Um, and hopefully we can free Jalen and get De'Veros Jalen back. Um, <laughs> but, but, I, but, I, but at the same time, though, I, I would much rather fans, like, focus on the good that we have, as opposed to, well, we don't have David West. We have JP, like Trayvon, Sean O'Meara, mm-hmm. Smoshy, Kristen. We're loaded. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I would much rather focus on the players we got. Uh,
1: with or without Jalen, we Gucci. <laughs> we big Gucci, like
0: a headband. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. Like soldier boys, headband. Gucci. <laughs> um, moving on. Mary Ann asked, looking at the Columbus bracket, which team do you think could give zip em up their toughest matchup? Of course we've touched on it. Um, quite a bit here and there, but um, I mean, basically for me, it's definitely Red Scare and hopefully Carmen's crew. Hopefully that's a a matchup and, um, but I'm sure you two would agree. Those are the top two teams.
1: Those are definitely the top two that that come right off the dome. Um, So I was kind of, once I saw that question, I was kind of thinking of other um, like other ones that are not the two obvious ones that everybody has been thinking about ever since we started this. Um, we touched on it a little bit before the pod, um, how we thought they were, and during it when uh, we said they were underseeded. Men of Mackey, um, oh, oh yeah, they, they just added. They, Massive. Purdue's always had um, some talented teams, and they're, you, it's hard to think their alumni teams are any different. And then they just added Robbie Hummel. So
0: low key, I mean, Carmen screw out the one seed, but they should be as pissed as anyone about their draw. They're going to play their second round matchup is a gauntlet for a one seed. Oh my Mm -hmm. God. I mean, we have a better draw than the one seed, in my opinion. I don't really think it's that close. I mean, for us to be playing, you know, either Buffalo or the nerd team and no, disrespect to those teams, but Tennessee and freaking Metamaki are both championship contenders like legit Um, on zoom, the TVT, which is a podcast I would strongly plug. um, They do a really, really good job. They're actually going to be on there tonight. Uh, I'll actually be interviewing your boy um, real quick tonight, but they said that this bracket has six legit contenders and Menomackee and Tennessee were, I think, four and five. Um wow. that, that, yeah, I know that that top half is a gauntlet. Ohio State should be pissed. <laughs> they should be absolutely furious about that draw, but it but it benefits us. But to me, it's definitely the Ohio State team. I think David Lighty. Uh, would give us a lot of issues with that long, you know, defending. I think the same thing with Jordan Seibert for, for Dayton. Um, but I, I, to me, it's that Tennessee team. That team has some guards like Chris Lofton. They got some dudes that can play ball. And I think it's this is a guard. I think any tournament, single elimination is about guards. Um, and that team is loaded with guards and, and athletic wings. I mean, we played that team, uh, that pretty much that same team with C.J. Anderson uh, when he was here, uh, and that was a gauntlet of a game. That's when they were in the top 15,
2: top 10. Uh, that's going to be a hell of a game if we play them. So you say that Ohio State, Carmen's crew is in a kind of a tough spot if they win first round, like expected, and then they have to play either one of those two teams, Purdue's team or Tennessee's team. Could that lead to a Carmen's crew early exit? <laughs> I
0: mean, you know, it was prophesized before Coop. Definitely. Uh, I'm looking at, I'm looking at Metamaki taking them down in the second round
2: oh well i'm, I'm calling right here now. first so yep maybe we won't even get a zip them up carmen's crew matchup <laughs> it, it could just be zip them up running the whole table so uh shout out patrick capel for asking that question and uh giving us a chance to bring that up for like the fourth time this podcast and <laughs> yeah, I, I will bring that up for the entirety of these tbt tuesday podcasts for as long as we get to do them so I hope Um, you're bringing that up in 50 years uh,
0: talking about, you know, the, the good old days uh, with our, with our, you know, my first Google search, you know, I'm I'm hoping that's something we talk about forever.
2: Right now here's (laughs) the thing cap. And I mean this, if there was a way for me to put your photo, a picture of you as the photo for that article, if I wasn't like contractually obligated to only use Getty images, I did type your name. You were not on Getty images. If, (laughs) if you were, I would yes. have put a picture of you on there, like with the suit and tie and the little smirk, and like make Love a background it. for it. Yeah, it would have it would have been the whole thing. Like 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 you fist up against Brutus or something. In due so, time. Uh, in due time, I'll get in the lab. Um, <laughs> last question from the mailbag comes from Dad. Literally just Dad. Uh, that's Mark with 2K Miller on Twitter. And uh, how did TBT? determine the seeds is his question
0: yeah they have their own selection committee just kind of like the NCAA does um but I would say that this tournament has a little bit more of like matchup you know it's a little bit more matchup based like which matchups would look good on paper I I think plays a little bit more into it than the NCAA uh I'd be lying to you if I said that wasn't the case with Purdue uh, in my opinion, uh, potentially getting that Big Ten matchup in the second round, um, a really, really good 8-9 game. Um, I think that played part of the reason we're playing the Ohio team, if I'm being completely honest with you. I think that ended up working out. Like, I think we both deserve the seeds we got. But I definitely think that played a part in it. Um, but they, they determine the teams that they're, they have essentially a criteria they give you right at the beginning. They say uh, fan base is important, uh, quality of your team is important, the passion that your, your, your team has, and then also the reliability of your teams. So when I see some of these teams getting bounced – Had good rosters. I mean, there's a reason for that. I mean, I know that, you know, who knows, you know what the reason was, but I also know uh, there are two sides of the story. I mean, maybe they weren't taking care of their business on the back end or, you know, I mean, maybe their, you know, admin stuff wasn't up to par, who knows, Um, but there's a lot that goes into it, but I do know they have their own selection committee, Um, but I thought the seating was pretty, pretty good overall with a couple of exceptions, Um, but they do. their talent and also the reliability and the social stuff. And I think that was a huge reason that played into ours was, you know, how good we were on social and, you know, how strong we were and reliable we were uh, throughout the
2: process. So I think that played a huge part in our seed as well. I was about to ask just how crucial was just all the fan support, obviously zip them up with the, I mean, tons of Twitter engagement and followers. I mean, sure. obviously the teams like Carmen's crew have like 11,000 followers or however many, but for a brand new team, to yeah. have that much engagement, I mean, that's got to play into it, at least some. I'm sure it's being recognized by TBT. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. They couldn't be happier for you know, the addition that we've been. And it's interesting because they were kind of wary with us at first. I mean, they sought us out and, you know, wanted the Xavier TBT team real bad. Um, but it's been they, people have tried to make it happen for multiple years. I mean, how many times have we heard about it on Twitter? Like Xavier's gonna have a TBT team and then year in year out, it doesn't happen. Um, so I remember when, you know, they were starting with us in our group, um, they, I could tell they were a little bit like, okay, yeah, we'll see. Um, and then as the, you know, stuff continued to pour in and we just continued to kind of be, you know, ready, you know, for whatever they had for us. Yeah. I I could tell very quickly that they, you know, warmed up to us and our working relationship, you know, became very, very solid. Um, and then too, with just, you know, how we've been on social and our fan engagement. Um, I think that we're going to be a TBT powerhouse. I, I think very, very quickly. I think after this year, especially with the showing that I believe that we'll have. Um, I mean, you think winning two or three games in TBT makes you like a really, really good team. I think, I think realistically that should be like the low ball standard for us. But um, I think looking at, you know, if we win a few games with our fan engagement, I think we'll very, very quickly be, a fan powerhouse. And I think we have a chance to be a top one or two seed next year. Um, Cause I know that, you know, we don't have a, a short-term vision with this either. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this does for us and for our brand and our own little identity in TBT as well.
2: I think just thinking about how potentially every summer you're yeah. you might have a, a Xavier TBT team to watch. And obviously there'll be new players cycling in and everything like yeah. that. I well, mean, that's one thing
1: will be consistent. You get to see Jason Meyer in a tie
2: that is true well that we'll was see. another question i was wanting to ask when you're on the bench i assume you'll have a, a bench seat, right along with everybody sure. else will yep. you be wearing a shirt and tie a suit and tie <laughs> or are you going to be wearing a jumpsuit a bow tie like i want to know like what what's the fit going to be i'm probably going to be practicing
0: what i preach and rocking a quarters up above um, okay. I, I think, I think basketball is moving away from the suit and tie. And I definitely agree with that. And my budget definitely agrees with that as well. Um, so I will probably be going quarter zip them up, uh, zip off pants. Just kidding. That'd be great though. Um, with also like, if, if you remember those zipper shoes from back in the day, I'll probably be zipped mm. up head to toe.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I was just wondering, cause like, I don't know. I, I could see. No, nah, it, it'll, it'll be probably,
0: my... it'll probably be sweats and uh, and a quarter zip. If I'm being
2: fully honest. Gray sweats. Yeah. No, definitely gray sweats with the, with the print for sure. My dream scenario, envisioning this bench, would have been you know, you have coach and D and everybody, and they're wearing like you know, quarter zips and sweats and stuff. Yeah, have all the players, and you have you wearing a suit, like completely <laughs> overdressed. That was my dream I have, scenario.
0: I have thought about it, maybe for you, I'll pull it off.
2: Maybe for you, okay? I got you. Yeah, I'll wear a tuxedo. Oh, perfect! i prom, prom shoes, like shiny <laughs> with the black yep. and white on. Okay. Oh, hair will be
0: all greased uh, up. Yep.
1: Yeah,
2: pa- like a pound of gel
1: in there.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Big I Abraham. Think, wait, all, the hat all the pomade. All the yeah. <laughs> right.
2: Ten yeah. gallon hat on.
1: I got I got my hat and cane for my graduation. You yeah, want you know, it? I I, yeah, I saw those less.
2: photos. This is completely off topic, Andy. I saw those photos you posted with your like Abe Lincoln hat. And- <laughs> I'm impressed. I think you should bring that out. I think you should go out one night, and I think you should wear that. You know what, I,
1: honestly, like I think I, I might do it if I can find the stuff. Because like we got we had white gloves, we had a cane, we had a top hat. I,
2: Monopoly man.
1: I I really think I could pull that off at a bar. <laughs> I, yeah yeah. Let's
2: go to Dana's. You wear that.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. If I can find it, then I'll go to Dana's and and all that. All right, Will you be ahead.
0: there for a win? We win TBT at the Dana's party. Can we You lock up you being there in that gear?
1: I mean, I okay, I mean, I, I can change into it because if we like when like before you win, like while we're playing okay, the correct. game, then I'll be painted. So well, I bet we can talk, hmm. I, I bet show. we
0: can talk to a Dana's people and we could probably store it in the back and we can change when you get there.
1: Yeah, then I'll just I'll so have nice. I'll still have my painted face and everything. Yeah, and then that's have fine. my. Um, so I'll just like, or I can just like forget the shirt and just have the, um, suspenders and the, and the, and the cummerbund, yeah. uh, and the bow tie and have the hat and cane.
2: And you could store it. the $1,000 that cap is going to slam on the counter at Dana's in that hat. Like caps, like, oh. Andy, give me, give me my rack. And then you take <laughs> off the hat and it's cap like, in the hat. Yeah. Cap in the hat or racks in the cap or something like <laughs> we got something, what, whatever it is. We got Stacks something there. But- the cap.
0: It's also going to be cool, too, like those kind of things,
2: like those little yearly
0: traditions that we have. Like, I hope we have like a, a party at Dana's after every single like TBT. You know what I mean? Like just to come together on that kind of stuff. Like and Dana's has been so dope with us, man. Like they've been so supportive and uh, the whole community's come to come together on that. So I'm hoping we can like show them love, too.
1: Why not go to um, Dana's after every weekend? After every win? I love it. I love it. Definitely
0: between Dayton and Columbus, we're going down there. Like, you have to. I mean, definitely, no question about it. Uh, But I I can't wait. That stuff is making this so fun. And I I love those little traditions that we're going to have, like pencil pouches, you know, post game parties at Dana's. Like, because this is our team, we get to control that kind of stuff. Like, this isn't like, yeah, we get to control all those kind of goofy, little fan things that you don't necessarily get to do at regular Xavier games. And don't get me wrong. Xavier's still like the thing. Like I'm going to be going every Xavier game. That's the the main event. Um, But this is going to be really cool for us to kind of like showcase like more of our dumb, stupid, idiotic
2: creativity um, with, with our own team and like our own ability to just do whatever we want. And to think it's only going to get bigger as the years come. I mean, this is year one and it's all. And I mean, (laughs) a, a, a second of basketball hasn't even been played yet and it's already huge. And it's only going to get bigger as this goes and then in the years following. Like, it's going to be massive.
0: No question. I think about this too, bro. Like, I wonder how many people don't even know we have a team yet. I guarantee you there's a freaking huge number of people that, like, aren't plugged in on social and just don't even know that there's a a Xavier
2: alumni team yet. There's a a ton of people that don't know. I mean, if you take CentOS Center that fits 10,000 fans and you figure, I mean, countless are watching at home, I mean, half of that probably knows there's a team. Right. out of the whole fan base like there's a ton of xavier fans that probably have no idea i mean there's people who obviously don't know what tbt is but yeah. follow college basketball pretty closely or the average fan so right. once more traction and everything like that once there's a inquirer article about it or facebook yep, or exactly. whatever
1: i or mean a that's
2: game article about scarlet it scarlet in game article <laughs> yeah yeah there's well, always I mean, that
0: not to not to you know, leak anything too much, but we've got ESPN radio, uh, stuff coming up with our guys. Like, uh, Mo Egger is, is about to, you know, do some on his radio show for us. So, I mean, stuff's going to come out soon. Like it's not going to be long. And it won't surprise me at all when on the Twitter account, I see, you know, after our first game, like 15 comments, like shit, we have a team. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like there's How do gonna be get a lot tickets? of tickets. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, so I'm excited for that because I, like our following already is what it is and probably 40, to 30, 20% of the fan base probably knows. You know what I mean? Right. Um, or right. or so, taking us seriously.
1: There was even uh, when the Xavier MBB uh, yeah. Instagram page put that out there today, there was a comment on there.
0: Who's on the team? Let's go.
1: Who's on the team? Yeah, like, right. We haven't been talking about this for months.
0: I know. I know. But but I mean, I can't really blame people if you haven't been super plugged in. Like, yeah. how would you know? I mean, like, there's just not right. anything like, other than social. It's really
1: been the s- social and the message boards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah that's, that's it. Right. Yeah, no question. So a lot of the diehards, I'm sure, know. But it's just going to be fun to, like you said, Coop, just watch us progress and take its own identity. Um, and then, like, the last thing I want to address is, like, if you're, like, if you're one of those people who maybe is, like, of the older generation that, like, hates the team name. Like, I get where the, like, people are coming from. But, like, it's just not meant to be taken that seriously. Like, it's just something that the players identify with. Like, and it's kind of part of our brand, too. Like, we want to have fun with it. We want to be, like, competitive in, like, a fun, you know, kind of way. Like, it's I just don't think it's meant to be – taken that seriously this is also supposed to be for fun like this is a fun tournament this tournament's kind of got like those like pro wrestler vibes like and i think that's kind of the identity we want to have. like we have jp mccura like we want this to be fun like obviously we want to compete and win and obviously all that kind of stuff but it's meant to be like a celebration for day of Xavier basketball man like it, it's not supposed to be this like super serious like thing you know what i mean and i think part of i think that's also a big part of our history you know what i mean like it happened like i think shying away from it is is dumb i mean it right. happened and it. And I think kind of just owning it and, you know, just having fun with who we are is, is, is huge.
1: Also, like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, the term zip them up, the, the term zip them up was in the locker room before the brawl happened.
0: Yeah, and I don't mm-hmm. think that, and this can be like the last thing we talk about, I know we've kind of been rambling a little bit. But, like, zip them up wasn't, and I think that, I mean, it, people see it in a bad way, but, like, I mean, you just look said. at what two said, which kind of started everything, I like what he said. I have no issue uh, with what he said at all. Like, I think sometimes it can be misconstrued, um, but the sentiment I have no issue with. I mean, that's the program that Xavier is. Xavier's a tough program that's out there to compete. Like, we're not, no qualms about it. We're out there to win.
1: And he was saying that zip them up was the mentality that this, uh, that that team had and what they had in the locker room. It was not directly about the event that just transpired. And that's what people wrongly, misrepresent they, that's what people misrepresent yeah. the phrase with they think it's just about like we're celebrating the brawl which i know you see fans right. are talking about that talking about it like that but we know how logical they are uh and-
0: like we people like we won the game by 23 i mean the goal is to win the basketball game like i don't think any of the xavier guys like i mean as much as anything in, in being competitive and you think about these guys they are ultra ultra competitive to get to that kind of a level um th- part of that you can't back down with the physical stuff and that's why i think you see some of that stuff so if you get bullied like in, in sports you're giving up a huge mental edge you know what I mean, if you let dudes bully you and push you around and you don't fight back like you are giving a huge competitive advantage in a physical sport you know what i mean like I, i'm like when i played basketball like i didn't get in any like crazy scuffles but like me and my teammates would get into it in practice. Like, I had, like, a dude in AAU that would bully me. And, like, you go at him. You're like, the next play, like, I'm taking you out. Like, I've tackled a teammate, like, during a game. You know what I mean? Like, you can't give up an inch in, in competitive. And it's a physical sport, especially between the lines and a crosstown shootout, which is, like, the highest energy game, in my opinion, in the country. Like, oh, that yeah. single game is as high energy. And, and Mark Lyons said it, too, in the interview. Like, the media props that thing up like crazy. Like I don't know what you expect when you throw a bunch of competitive 18 to 22 year olds, you know what I mean? And just pit them against each other. And you have fans wanting to kill each other. I, you know, I was at a, a crosstown shootout and a, a guy next to me jumped down three rows of seats to tackle an opposing fan in front of us. Like no one talks about that. And they're grown 50 year olds. You know what I mean? Like, I just think that it's way blown out of proportion. And I think from, it's just meant to be from a competitive standpoint, from a, like a team identity, we just want to have fun, be competitive and, and win ball games. And I think, Xavier's a tough school, yeah, you know, with a tough basketball school. And that's, you know, kind of the identity we want to have. And also have, you know, we have taking we want to have fun. We want to talk our talk and, and have like a cheeky, you know, talk trash kind of vibe too. So I, that's all that it's meant to take on. And the players ident- identify with it. A lot of the fan base thinks it's fun and cool. And, and I think that's what it's all about.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, and, and th- this is a team that's like never going to back down. And I absolutely love that about the mentality of these guys. Hell like, I mean, I remember like, I'm, I was a, Five foot eleven, six foot, one hundred forty pound twig out there. I got. If I let people get, if I let people bully me, I would have been just a yeah. freaking joke out there. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, had, right. I had to throw little jabs out there. I, like, and to. I had to have that have that mentality of. I mean, you're you're in my way right here. I'll fight you if yeah. I need to. Of course, I didn't get that's in that any the actual like, fights, and yeah. it didn't take it off the court. Like the biggest compliment ever, someone like someone ever gave me was dude you were such a dick on the court
0: <laughs> yeah i think i've heard that, <laughs> <laughs> Rick said that probably. Uh, but but also too like the last thing i'll say on this is like some of the older generation like i definitely have like seen some of like the feedback of just like wanting to drop that stuff like i'm hoping that people can come around with us because our only goal is to shine like a positive light on Xavier University and Xavier basketball like we are in no way like playing around with you know, representing Xavier in any way, shape, or form. Like we, you know, obviously like stuff with like the Brian Grant, Brian Grant foundation, like we were, we are going to continually try to do things uh, for the good of Xavier university, for the good of Xavier basketball and to shine it in a good light. And also just to, you know, bring more, you know, eyes to Xavier basketball and show more of what that culture is all about in the summer with all the great alumni that Xavier has. So, you know, we, we only want to do good things with a brand and uh, that only, that was honestly, and then too, it just dominated the fan vote too. Like we wanted this to be something that the fans you know, made their own. And I, I, that's something I'm excited about for us too. Like this is our team. And that's like, with like the, you know, the, the little hashtag I use sometimes the, our team hashtag, like this is something that we can literally make our own and have our own, you know, impact on and have our own impact on Xavier basketball and that culture. Like uh, I want this to be this, to be something that the fans make their own and it dominated the fan vote, like ran away with it. So I thought it only right to be like, this is us. This is our team we let the fans choose the logo We let the fans, choose the name. We're going to let the, ch- the fans chime in on the jerseys. Like this is our team. You know what I mean? So, um, and then that's what won. So I think it identifies best and I think it's best for, for the team to have that identity. So um, we only want to do good with the program. So I everyone can get on
2: board with that. For sure. And zip them up. It's just become an unofficial slogan of Xavier basketball, right. honestly. <laughs> Whether and it's on
0: a golf tournament or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs>
2: you can use it for almost any circumstance. Just zip them up. Which we're about to zip up this podcast, and I think the only way to really end it is with a nice zipping sound effect by our very own Andy Pick. <laughs>